0: The stories you're about to hear may not be suitable for some. Listener discretion
1: advised. All right now, boys and girls, we want to introduce...
2: Please allow me to adjust my pants. Listen, shut it up.
3: Run as fast as you can. I'm going to
1: give you what you need. Get ready for BAM radio. Let me do it more time it's Radio BAM, fucking idiot. What the hell am I talking about? It's
4: Radio BAM! And now, and now here's BAM.
0: Here's Bam. <laughs> What's up some bitches? This is Radio Bam and I'm here with Will Pendarvis and my manager Terry Hardy. I just flew in from California and I'm not too happy about it because I had a five AM flight. <laughs> wow. And and the biggest jerk off picked me up. It was the most talkative he must have been jewish because my girlfriend is jewish and she recognizes jew when she hears one and this guy could not find my house to save his life and it was such a pain in the ass because it's like it's so easy you drive down 842 well i don't
2: think you want to tell everybody where you live
0: i know and you make a left on so-and-so road you go all the way up that until you see a big huge massive fence he's like all right, well, uh, I'm, I made the left. So, like, do I keep going past the rock? Like, what rock? <laughs> I don't care. I don't fuck the rock. Like, just keep on driving until you find the fence. He's like, all right, why don't f- f- see a fence yet? Well, cause you didn't pass it yet. Once you see a, a massive fence, like, dude, this guy was not getting it whatsoever, and he was already like 30
2: minutes late. Wow. And in his defense, you do live in a, uh, a compound deep in the forest. Sounds like Miller. Yeah. In so, Egypt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, like, you know, it doesn't take much to piss my girlfriend off, but she's just, like, holding the phone, like, outside, like, just shaking her head. Like, are you kidding me? you got to be kidding me about this dude. Like... Look, the rock is irrelevant. Avail- I don't know what rock you're talking about. All I know is that go past it until you see a huge, massive fence that you cannot miss. Like, you literally can't. And there's cameras everywhere. Like, And this guy's like, yeah, I didn't. It was so annoying. And then what was even more annoying was when I got into the car, it was 5 in the morning, so it's all I wanted to do was sleep in it. He's like... So, we're, we're, what's your name? I'm like, my name is Sleep. <laughs> really? Well, what's your first name? I wanna sleep. You know, like, oh, that's cool. So, would you grow up around here? Like, you just don't get it, do you, dude, dude. <laughs> and then, of a course, I.
5: Episode. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then, of course, you have to tip him because then I'm gonna get a bad name or whatever. Like, like uh, my buddy Landon went to a party in Westchester, and uh... he's like, yeah, I mentioned your name at this party. And so he's like, oh, Bam is such an asshole. Like. He's like, how come? Oh, he went to TGI Fridays and Exton one time and uh, he didn't even tip, tip me. I have never been to T.J.I. Fridays in Exton in my entire motherfucking life. So, like, there must have been some dude with, like, a red shirt and a crooked beanie who she might have <laughs> thought was me or something, you know? And she's like, oh, you must be boom. And then they say, oh, yeah, because they get that a lot around Westchester, you know?
5: Wow. Maybe Not- Vito was there and did buffalo wings or something like that. Yeah, you and Vito look a lot
0: alike. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Oh, and then his, his asshole buddy Wayne, he always, like, Really drunk girls like sometimes think that he's me. I don't know how because he looks like a fucking weasel. (laughs) (laughs) They they, they mistake him for Steve O and me, and me and Steve O do not look anything alike. But like you know, he'll like hump the girls because of that, and then they'll wake up the next day thinking that they just banged me out. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, rad. And then another time at Applebee's in Kenneth Square, same situation. Like. Which I did go to dinner there, but I was having a meeting and the guy's like, Don't worry about it, dude, I got this one So he puts his credit card on the thing and apparently I guess he didn't tip very well but I got the blame for it. I'm like and then I saw the lady, she's like, You tip me horrible. I'm like I've been to that Applebee's once, and it was a meeting. And that guy offered to pay for it. Like, sorry that the dude who I had a meeting with that I just met gave you a bad tip, but it has nothing to fucking
2: do with me. You know what I mean? Like, that's a—it's all a part of being a celebrity, bam. It's—it's it's so got a
5: target on your back once you start making, you know, more and more. Money and more and more success, and everyone thinks she just tip more and more and more, even if this, their service is shitty. No,
2: I heard uh, Howard Stern was talking about how he, you know, always tips. Uh, what was it like, a hundred percent or something, two hundred percent, something crazy like that? And he gets blamed for not tipping people. Well, it's more fun to say like,
0: yeah, Howard Stern came into my restaurant, total dickhead,
2: didn't even tip. Yeah. You know, it's more fun to say that than
0: like, oh, what a great
5: guy. <laughs> Maybe you should stop tipping altogether. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Dude, my friend Hannah used to not tip whatsoever. He's like, why should I pay extra money for a meal that's $7.99? Why would I pay 10 Well, I just
2: don't understand that. I'm like, well, don't eat with me then, dude. <laughs> you <know>? <laughs> <laughs> if
0: you're going to make me
2: look like a total jerk-off. Well, what made you get on an airplane at 5 o'clock this morning to come to Los Angeles? You're, you're still awake, basically, right? Yeah, pretty much,
0: because... Uh, Well, you know, I just finished that Veins Agenda video, and I'm going to Australia to do a Wolf Mother video tomorrow, so I wanted to have a little bit of time to do, you know, a a serious radio because I really hate having reruns because all the diehard fans out there want to hear something new and what's going on for the new weekend, and the last thing they want to do is hear a friggin' rerun. (laughs) So uh, I flew in early for you jerks. Just so I could come into a radio show, play the Veins of Jenna thing, and then we're going to have a Jackass 2 screening for, like, uh, Element and everybody, so, um awesome. yeah, I'm pretty tired and bitter, but, um, you know, at least we got a new show, and uh, I'm going to tell you about some more shit, but for now, I'm going to be playing, what are we going to start off with? Oh! We're going to start off with Placebo, their new album, Meds. This song is called Infrared. Dude, I like every song on this album, but let's hear it. This is Radio Bam Sears 28 Faction in California. Later.
4: To watch you fall So I came down to crash and burn your beggars and quiet Someone call the ambulance There's gonna Someone call the ambulance There's gonna be
0: Say hello to everyone. Hello to everyone. Can I talk? Yeah, what's up, everyone? I didn't know you were recording this shit.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's on. It's on the radio channel now. Nah. No. Yeah. You're fucking kidding me. You can't say
5: that. I'm sorry. Serious right. twenty-eight faction.
0: That was placebo infrared and uh I was just telling you about the uh the limo driver who was taking me to the Philadelphia airport at five in the morning trying to talk to me. Not to mention I forgot the main thing. He hit a fucking deer.
2: <laughs> oh no. Oh oops, what? forgot that part.
0: It wasn't like a major thing, but it definitely scratched the side of the car. And I'm already late as it is because he couldn't find the fucking house and he kept talking about this rock that I had no idea was there. I'm like, just look for the fence. So, uh, so he gets out and he's looking at the dead. I'm like, Buddy, you looking at the fucking dent isn't going to fix the dent. What's done is done. Get me to the fucking airport. Like, you dwelling about a dent in your car is not going to make the dent go away. Like, you shouldn't even have looked at it. Just hop in your car and fucking take me to the airport, you know? We just hit a deer. Yes, you hit the deer. The deer ran away. The deer's fine, and so is your car. It's a little fender bender. You'll fix it. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) what the fuck, dude? Getting out there and looking at it as I'm late
5: for a flight is not going to, like, make that car any better? Like the damage has been done. Well, maybe you want to get the uh, information on the deer's insurance company. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> man, <laughs> track down the deer. Your
5: life is a living hell, bam. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention the, the the cab dude that that hit my car on Vine in Hollywood and then fled the scene.
2: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, this is the, the cab that hit your uh, Lamborghini and then yeah. took off. Yeah, what's going on with that, man? Did they ever track that guy down?
0: Well, he had crutches. <laughs> he came out with crutches and uh, he was like, yeah, this is all your fault. Oh, my fault? Yeah, right, dude. Wait till the police get here. You're driving around in crutches with a fucking foot cast. You're doomed any way you look at it. Then I think he really did get scared. So his as Armenian ass took off and fleed the
2: scene. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Man almighty, dude. I-, I got a question for you, Ben. You, you mentioned that you were going to go to a screening of uh, the new Jackass movie. Uh, have you seen the thing yet? Have you seen the whole thing?
0: Um, I I haven't seen it completely uh, from start to finish. I've always seen... um clips and then you know they wanted to change songs and stuff like that but i have not seen the opening which i'm looking really forward to seeing because uh i'm not going to give it away but is all that i'm saying is that i like being in control of my stunts and uh the opening of this uh i'm not control in control because uh it involves uh really wild animals (laughs) and um when i finished this (laughs) the opening of the movie and i wasn't too hurt I was pretty thankful for that, but I still got a tattoo of a grizzly bear fucking a kitty cat, and the cat is saying, fuck Jeff, and Jeff is Jeff Tremaine, the director who made me do the opening. (laughs) I showed him the day I got it, he was laughing his ass off so bad, like... Man, I have some pretty bad tattoos, but I mean, a big fat grizzly bear humping a little cute little kitty cat saying, fuck Jeff, that's a pretty retarded ass tattoo. Thank God it's on my legs and I barely wear shorts.
2: Awesome. <laughs> well, what you have seen of the movie, I mean, without giving anything away, what would you, how would you compare it to, uh, the first Jackass movie?
0: Um, this one I'm definitely more proud of because it seemed like, I mean, Jackass 1 is, is fucking great, don't get me wrong, but, we we came out of doing like five seasons of a show straight to a movie, so we are already burned as it is. You know, with this movie, we had a four-year window where everybody was just dying to get hurt again. So <laughs> as soon as we started filming, we fly into Florida, and everybody, you know, it's just like, all right, who wants to get their dick chopped off and then throw it in the river? Like, me, 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 <laughs> me. Everybody's like dying to do it when before it was just like, All right, who wants to do this pretty lousy stunt? Like, oh, I don't feel like getting hurt today. You know, like, this time everybody was hungry to take the best stunt. And, uh, it really shows. And, uh, if this movie doesn't make loads of money, I'm going to eat my hat. (laughs) 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 Did anybody get fucked up
5: during filming or hurt bad? Um,
0: dude, Knoxville bruises so easily. I think at one point, like, 50% of his entire body was just black and blue. And, uh um steve-o went to the hospital for a real bad uh i think he, he did something bad to his back but um he was out for like 50 percent of the movie and uh you know when that healed he really had to take care of business for the last few months of filming because um there was one point where like we had 70 percent of the movie done and steve-o probably had three things <laughs> which is you know yeah. you're supposed to have at least 20 or something yeah. you know
2: yeah who's the uh, most willing person out of the whole group who's the most willing person to take one for the team would you say uh i think on this movie uh knoxville just because but he's mr movie star (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah bruise that pretty face
0: (laughs) well i think maybe you realize that nobody gave a shit about him having two heads and men in black and uh (laughs) you know i mean he might have got a million or whatever he got for having two heads and men in black but like dude people want to see him get kicked in the dick dude they don't want to see him wearing two <laughs> alien heads and uh i think he realized that and um that's why he went so all out on this one because um and, and the cool thing is like you know i'll do a stunt steve do a stunt and like you know i've seen steve-o dwell on doing a bit for 40 minutes before he actually decided to do it knoxville will just show up with a smile on his face like what am I doing? Getting on this rocket, getting blasted to the moon? Well, shit, let's do it. You know, like, <laughs> right. he won't even think about it one bit. And, and I think that that's what's cool, because there is no, like, downtime with him. It's just like, just get me on the fucking thing and send me to the moon. I don't care, you know? like, <laughs> And that's what makes it rad. It's awesome. But, uh, yeah, man, um, there's a lot of people coming up to the Paramount lot today to check it all out. And then uh, then off to Australia for a Wolfmother video, which is going to be the single for the new movie. Oh, awesome. And, um, yeah, I guess I'm excited to go to Australia. I just don't want to go on that fucking long-ass flight. <laughs> which brings me to the flight on here, which was another thing. So I'm so mad about chit chat with the guy. Like, dude, I was laying in the back of the of the limo, just like fake snoring, just so the guy would leave me the fuck alone. And he's still just like. So, uh who was that outside? Was that your uh sister and your brother? I'm like, nope, that was my girlfriend and my uncle. Oh, cool, so what are they all about? They're about sleeping and that's what I wanna do right now, and you can't fucking understand that. Like, dude, that guy missed his calling, dude, because he should not be a driver. Not to mention he was like like jolting the car so bad like on the highway, like he would let the car go so close to another car and then jam on the brakes and he did it so many times, like it's like, dude, you're a driver. Drive the car smooth. You know I what should, I mean. You should
5: have pretended you had a hearing problem or a deaf, and then just looked at him and yeah. you know, pointed at your ears. Like, I, what do you say? I don't understand. <laughs> and I'm
0: not one to talk because I drive like a dickhead, dude. Like, I'll weave through traffic, man. Like one second I'll be in the fast lane, the other second I'll cut over five lanes to be in the like the slower lane just to get past six cars. You know, and and I'm mad at this guy. I actually wanted to just hit cruise control and go in the slow lane. <laughs> That's how bad of a driver he was. <sighs> <laughs> so then I sit down in the plane. I'm like, thank God I could finally just sit here and relax. Then somebody sits down, like, oh, so uh, you know, what what are you doing up here in first class with all these tattoos and all? It's just like sleeping, dude. <laughs> like, oh, no. you know, so everybody wants to know, dude. If you have like. Loads of, like, bracelets and all this shit. <laughs> and then tattoos that say bookworm on your knuckles. Like, they want to know why you're sitting first class. And, like, I usually just say, skateboarder, dude, leave me alone. <laughs> I don't say the leave me alone part because then they'd write letters to how I'm a dickhead, you know, just like those Applebee and TGI Friday right. jerk-offs.
5: Now, you know, you should tell them. Is you should say uh, I'm the guy that you're spending so much money on to buy all your kids' presents and skateboards and all that. And, and all that money you spent over Christmas for, for all your kids, it, that was me.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Have I, have I ever taken you to Duffer's in Westchester? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we went to Duffer's, and um, this drunk-ass bitch comes up. And I'm in the middle of a pool game with a buddy who I haven't seen in so long. And uh, she comes up, like, so rude. She's like, you're going to talk to my nephew from Florida because I make you money and I've bought your T-shirts and you're going to talk to him. I'm like, that's fine, lady, but, like, there's a different way to approach somebody and that's not it. I'm in the middle of a pool game. You could have said, like, when you're done your pool game, can you please talk to, like, you know, my nephew from Florida? But, like, she's like, no, I don't care about your pool game. You're going to talk to him. It's just like, dude, I got so fed up. I was just like, you know what? fuck you, you know, I'm not going to talk to your nephew. I'm in the middle of the pool game, and you were so rude about it, you know, like, no, you're the one that's rude, like, she came over argued with me, and now I have, like, ten of my buddies on my side, she's like, I'm never buying a thing of yours again. I'm like, I hope you fucking don't, because I don't want somebody like you wearing my shit, because you're such a fucking bitch, dude. No, that's what they do. I've been
2: been out with you enough to know that, you know, dude, you're way cool with everybody. I mean, like, when we stopped at that gas station, and those gangsters came up and stuff, I mean, you're (laughs) like. Well, of course, you could be nice to them. You but, have to be but, nice yeah, to them. But. <laughs> <laughs> okay. but you're nice to everybody.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, even if I'm at the bar at 2 in the morning buzzing, I'm still I'm still nice to everybody. Like, But if you come up and approach me like that in the middle of a pool game, like, you're going to talk to my nephew because I make you money by buying your shirts, not to mention she's dialing the wrong number, like, hello? <laughs> Who's this? Oh shit! Ah, oh, I dialed the wrong number. Uh, hang on, you know. And I'm sitting there waiting politely as my buddy's waiting. Like he's like, "You're shot, dude. You're solid." You know. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, no. Hang on, hang on." You know. And then after a while, it's just like, "You know what, lady?" You need to fucking quit drinking, get your shit together and approach me in a nicer way because you might think I'm a dickhead, but I think you're a fucking cunt, dude. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? A
5: demanding one at that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a demanding cunt. So this one goes out to her. This is Romstein. woo be stew. It's German. I don't even know what it means, but the ref rocks. This is Radio Bam series twenty eight Faction Fuck the Girl from Duffers.
3: stop, stop.
0: stop. that's what we found in Don Vito's ass this is radio
4: Band, baby. 28
0: all right we're back that was Rommstein I'm here with will Pendarvis and Terry Hardy aka manager and uh,
5: <laughs> what's that job like yeah <laughs> what, what is that job like uh, it's kind of like a cross between uh, a circus ringleader and a uh, a <laughs> It's probably just just about a circus. <laughs> uh, that's probably the best way to put it. Circus ringleader. Awesome. No, it's it's really not that bad. I think everyone has a different uh, opinion of what they think it may be like. And I've worked for and with other really major people. And and to be honest with you, Bam's one of the easiest ones because he knows what he wants and it's 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 there and it's easy to make happen. It's just so hard when like you know you give me a damn
0: phone call. that says like, yeah, Cheese Nips just called. They want two million dollars for you to promote their product. Like god damn I just hate cheese nips but (laughs) (laughs) I gotta say no you know like (laughs) I I think I think a right guard commercial like I actually have fun doing those and it's a one-day shoot and you know Vito's there like drunk as hell total piece of work you know like it's a funny thing and it's great money and it's and it's I, I truly don't think it's cheesy. I think it would be cheesy if I was like, I'm Bam Martier, cheese nips are delicious, you know like <laughs> you know. And that's what Terry does. He weaves out the good and the bad even if it's loads of money.
2: Uh, Terry's going to take that little piece right there. I'm Bill
5: Marger and cheese nips are d- delicious. And he's going <laughs> Nibis- to sell it to him. Nabisco, call us, please. <laughs> yeah. Anybody out there working for Nabisco. <laughs> yeah.
0: but, but we do have um, cases and cases of Budweiser showing up for free now because Vito won't shut up about how he loves Bud Select on the show. Awesome.
5: So I, I, had to, I had to call Budweiser for a year straight to make him understand what the situation was, and we took the first step of uh, free Bud for Vito, and, I, and he, he called me twice over the weekend to say thanks. Really? Wow. <laughs> Even though a case a
0: week for Vito will, will, will last three hours with him and his fucking scumbag buddies.
2: Hey, you know, I love that, uh, that new uh, Charger. It does look awesome. I'm just I'm just hoping they're gonna mail me one. <laughs> the Charger. Yeah. The Dodge Charger. Yeah, the Dodge Charger. Yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah, anybody out there in Adland, uh listen to this great coverage you can get. Just call me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: did, did you hear about um Vito into uh a, a Phillies game and uh they were playing the Mets and uh Vito happened to choke out one of the Mets or something. Did you hear about this? No. It, it was in the
2: papers. No, I, I heard he got kicked out of yeah. the game. Yeah,
0: he got he got kicked out of the whole thing, and, like, the Mets were considering suing Vito. And uh, the newspaper article says, like, I was just trying to defend the Phillies. Like, I ain't trying to get sued over a deal, but, you know, like, I'm at a Phillies game, and, you know... If, <laughs> If the Mets are winning and and a Mets player comes by me to say, I gotta choke him out, you know what I mean? Like, he actually choked him and Vito, like, Vito's such a drunk idiot, he doesn't know how hard he's choking somebody. And the guy probably lost a little bit of air supply (laughs) and he probably got really upset because 20,000 people just saw him get choked out looking like a fool.
5: Well, well then, and uh, you just did that thing for MTV too, that Rock Awards thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, And Vito was in the building and he brought his own Budweiser in, right? and they were freaked out. No, no. Um
0: we were filming at CBGBs and uh you know, he, Vito shows up faced of course. And now that we're at a bar and we weren't supposed to drink, he's like, "Fuck you. I'm drinking. We're at a bar and I want to have a Budweiser." So now and and the problem with what MTV like they think them taking away Vito's Budweiser in order to do the shot will will make him like stop drinking. The fact that he knows that you're gonna take it away when it's time to film just makes him slug the whole beer. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. instead of just sipping on it, he's like, oh, here they come to take my beer away. So he slugs the whole thing, throws it in the trash, and then when he's done the shot, he'll go grab another one. And then when they come to take the beer away, he'll slug it again. So now he's gonna get shit, pe- he's gonna get shit-faced 50% quicker because they take it away. It's just like, you know what, lady? Just let him keep the beer the whole time. That way he'll sip on it because he knows it, like, You know, like, shit, I better drink it because who knows when I'm going to have the next one. Dude, that guy's a mess. Oh, hell, dude, he's such a goddamn mess, and he was such a mess that as soon as we got the footage of him at CBGB's for the All That Rocks thing on MTV2, they kicked him out. And he was so drunk, he thought that it was time for him to go. No, he got kicked out. And I tell him, I'm like, Vito. I wasn't even drinking that day because I had so many goddamn lines to rehearse I'm telling you that they were like get your drunk ass uncle out of here they kicked you out no they didn't it was time for me to go I did my part like he's so stubborn and like he's so gullible you know
2: that's why I think a lot of people don't know is that at least through my experience hanging out with you know the Viva La Bam guys the jackass guys is um you know uh Not only are, is it really that way in real life, but I mean, sometimes it's even more extreme off camera than it is on camera. You oh, know, Vito. Uh, <laughs> everybody, you know.
0: Well, Vito thinks that there's a camera on him 24/7, even when there's not. Like if he's by himself getting gas at the gas station, and a fan pulls up, like, "Yo, Vito, you're like, oh, 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 get by, watch <laughs> Get right, go to stream! Like, he 24-7, he's just like a full-blown party. Like, I, I don't know how he does it. He's like 60. He goes to the freaking hospital every three months because he has like a bleeding ulcer. They tell him that he drinks too much, and then as soon as like he gets out of the hospital and the doctor says that he's better, he thinks it's back to drinking and partying when like it shouldn't be. It should be him calming the fuck down because even though they fixed the bleeding also for the fifth time, like, he thinks that it's going to be A-OK. No, it's not going to be a okay because you're going to drink your... Dude, he drinks, like, 40 Budweiser's every single day. He takes fucking Vicodin with no pussy lined up. He takes... (laughs) er, er, Viagra, I mean. Then he takes (laughs) Viagra... Yeah, Yeah, he takes Viagra with no pussy lined up, which I do not understand. He'll wake up, pop a Viagra. I'm like, why do you want a hard-on all day? You have no chicks. He's like, well, maybe it'll get me motivation to get chicks. You know, it's just like, dude... You're just going to yeah. cop feels on random-ass girls, and they're not going to nod <laughs> in. Uh,
5: wait, i, I got to run. i got to go back to my office and call Budweiser back in and tell him not to send any beer to Vito. <laughs> <Yeah>. The problem <laughs> is he's going
0: to get it whether you like it or
5: not anyway. Or, or, or Mineral water. Budweiser no, mineral water. No Viagra either. Yeah. Don't
2: tell him not to send that.
5: And that's, that's the thing. Like,
2: thanks for bringing that picture into my head, by the <laughs> way, man. <laughs>
5: Appreciate
0: it. And I, and I do get mad at... At, at Vito's friends for like supplying him with that shit but the thing is he's gonna get it regardless you know like and that's the thing with like same with Novak like you could be mad at the guy who's giving him the heroin back then but I mean like if it wasn't that dude it'll be somebody else either way he's gonna get it you right, know right. and that's the
5: thing maybe we should put Vito on an island Well have Survivor Wherever, Vito. <laughs> then he'll find coconuts filled with beer or something. <laughs> Either way, he's
0: going to get what he wants.
2: I put Vito in a room, and, and uh, whoever can last in the room the longest with Vito wins a million dollars. Oh, dude, I pull, I pulled up to the beer mill the
0: other day because, uh, oh, I just, <laughs> I'll get to this, but I pulled in with, with the Lambo get like all these six packs which you could you could barely even fit a cd in the lamborghini as it is so now i have like all these cases of beer sitting on my buddy eyes, and there's all these people across the street looking from the auto body dealer i fishtail out of the beer mill like dude what a hot outro show man like full blown fishtail in the middle of an intersection coming out of the beer mill. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it was so funny. And then we go and have a party at my house and um, I had the brilliant idea. I have the, I have these two limousines sitting in the backyard and I totally fishtailed. I got so stoked on the fishtail that I fishtailed the limo right into my pool. <laughs> oh nice. So the whole pool is filled with gas. It's probably getting towed out right now and um, <laughs> all the bricks from the pool got all fucked up so now I gotta get all that redone. But, uh, man, it sure was funny.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Terry, didn't the day you bought your silver Porsche, you wrecked it? Uh, A a week after, I'm driving my brother, who's getting married, to his wedding. We're both in Texas. We're parked at a stoplight. Some fucking knucklehead in a Mercedes didn't even hit his brakes doing 35 rear-ended us. And pushed us into a gardener's truck, and we went underneath it. So not only did the back of the car get fucking totaled, but the front of the car. We're sitting there in the middle. And we're like, what the fuck? And we're late for the wedding. So we had champagne, so we popped it and drank, drank it by the side of the road until we got a taxi. So it was, it, was it, like, completely annihilated? Or? Yeah. Yeah, it had, like, they said we could fix it, but it's going to be $38,000 to fix it. I'm like, what? Fuck that.
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's what gets me about driving uh, the Lamborghini. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you'd, like, take out a, a car like that. I mean, I, I... You just truly have to not care, you know?
0: Like, if, if you're one of those dickheads who gets, like, a Ferrari or a Lamborghini and then, like... When you're opening up the door and then you ding the curb, you oh ding the curb! It's gonna be four thousand dollars. If you're gonna whine about that, dude, don't buy one. Go get go get a fucking pickup truck or something. Because, like, if you're gonna have a sports car like that, just expect for it to get keyed. Expect for you to pop the tire. Expect for you to slam into a telephone pole. It, and if you don't expect that, then you're gonna be a really upset person when it happens.
5: Right. Or for a cab to accidentally sideswipe you. That may <laughs> yeah, happen. Yeah, that could happen. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the purple Lambo is
0: all scratched up and, like, dented and stuff. I think it's kind of funny because who drives around a Lambo with, like, duct tape bumpers and fucking scratches all over the rims? And you
2: could set that thing on fire, it would still be nicer than my car. <laughs>
5: <laughs> we might have to, like, uh, do a contest and give it away to a listener if we can get some, some charity or sponsor to come in and buy it. Dude, we'll make it no, 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 no,
2: well, not until I get to borrow it for a week.
0: Well, I, think, I think I like having it. I, I like having a Lambo in the, on the West Coast and a Lambo on the East Coast. It's just more fun. Like,
2: Yeah, me too.
5: Yeah. <laughs> well, was, well, you know what's fun about that? You know, Will, you want to borrow it? But I, I've driven it around a few times around L.A. And if you go anywhere, like when you're in traffic or something like that, kids recognize it. So the windows are tinted. They don't know who's in it. So they're like, taking pictures with their camera phones, doing all that. And then I roll down the window, and they're so fucking disappointed it's not BAM I'm like hey sorry it's they're like oh and they just speed away <laughs> I don't know man I
2: don't know I I, I think a lot I'm, of responsibility comes with driving that it around is, town. It's, it's Hollywood here,
0: dude. roll down your window man awesome yeah. oh man fuck <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole I just got a
5: picture of Will Pendarvis in BAM's uh, yeah. BAM <laughs> dude
2: I don't know man it is Hollywood you think you'd uh, be able to get a chick to climb into to that thing I don't know <laughs> no
5: matter what you look maybe like maybe put his hat on and a bunch of his gear and and, like a bunch of elevator yeah, gear and then they'll yeah. think yeah there you there go, you go. or you could just get shit covered bum to drive around <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, I'll roll down the window. I'll just be like, yeah, I had a horrible boating accident, and my face caught on fire. I told
0: you about shit-covered bum, didn't I? Yeah, no, on Hollywood Boulevard? On Hollywood Boulevard, can't miss him, dude. If you ever take a vacation to Hollywood, go to Hollywood and Highland and walk around the block. I guarantee you're going to see a shit-covered bum, because he's always there, and his eyes are so yellow from Hep C. And then if you walk a block further, you'll find a guy in a wheelchair
5: with no arms, and his T-shirt says, Faggots did this to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> And then you, then you see fake Supermans and Batmans and all the other superheroes. Oh, so they're weird. even weirder than those
2: guys.
0: You know the Superman, that, like the guy who wears the Superman outfit that looks like he got it from straight up Walmart? Yeah. We should show up with like a legitter Superman outfit and just like do the same gag <laughs> off two feet away from him. Follow watch him around. Watch him like see him. Come on, man. You're stealing my fucking Thunder, man. You have a Rider Spider-Man outfit. Hey, man, I'm trying to make
5: some money just like you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, dude? That would be a
0: serious feud.
2: Dude,
5: awesome. Yeah, I think maybe we'll show up with Kryptonite. Yeah, yeah.
2: Which I think is a bar of soap in that case, yeah. I
5: agree, so. Do you have any desire to see
0: that Superman movie? Nope. Man, I I just, I don't know, man, like... I
5: know the story already, but the graphics look, you know, kind of cool. Are they cool? Yeah, they look great. Like, all the, you know, CGI and all that stuff looks pretty good. I
0: just don't like the fact of having, like, a superhero where you can see his face. Like, I like the faces covered up, you know, like... I don't know. It just looks like some homo dude with some faggity haircut, like, running around
5: in some Superman outfit. It looks so gay, dude. <laughs> well, how can you not in, uh, in hey. blue tights? I mean, come on. Do you think that guy's going to have the curse of Superman like the other two? You know, each one <laughs> shot himself, the other one, you know, Christopher Reeve died from an accident, yeah?
2: Yeah, dude, I'm not
0: one to believe in, like, superstition and karma and all that shit, but man, I would not, I don't care if they're like, yo two hundred million you could be the next superman. I don't care, dude. I ain't want, I wind up falling off a horse, dude. Spend, it quick. <laughs> Spend that money quick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, hey. Alright, well I'm gonna play a song. I'm gonna play uh International Noise Conspiracy. This is an older track. And uh they're from Sweden. This is called Smash It Up, followed by Bloodhound Gang. I hope you die. This is Radio Bam 28
1: you die Stop because the silence of the lambs and the Christian rock He speaks and from the libert and blends with his imaginary flaming things God I hope he grins like that Nicholson and forces you to play a game called Falls on Gin And whatever happens next all a blur. but you
4: remember this can be a verb And when you finally regain consciousness You're found and in a
1: wedding dress And the prison guard looks the other way This is the guy you flipped a bird the other day I hope this helps to emphasize I hope this helps to clarify I hope you die
0: Radio Bam. Turn it up. This is Brandon. You know, do that voice you do. I don't fucking do that. Whoa, whoa, this is Radio Bam, Serious
4: Twenty Eight Faction. Wow.
0: That was Bloodhound Gang, an older track from "Hooray for Boobies," called "I Hope You Die." And I'm here with my manager Terry Hardy and Will Pendarvis, and uh. <laughs> I just went to go visit Joe Franz in South Philly, which is a pretty, like, ghetto area. Decided to take the Mercy Lago up there to visit him. <laughs> I swear to God, there's this group of, um, there's this group of, like, eight eight-year-old black girls, and I stop at a red light, and she goes, <laughs> she goes like this to me,
1: Damn, nigga, that cough's out of shit, yo! <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're eight and yeah, why, why are you why are you no. talking like that? An eight year old girl, um,
1: damn nigga, that caught me fat as shit,
0: yo Wow. Yeah, dude, it yeah, was so I disturbing. I was all like, right. how does your mom let you talk like that? Like what the hell is going on, dude? Wow. <laughs> and,
5: and She, she they, probably already is a mom.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. And the sad thing is, they just fixed the projects <laughs> all around there and um you know, they thought that, you know, fixing up the projects would make it look better. I swear to God, not even five months go by. They they realized that the, uh, the, the piping in the bathroom was made out of, like, bronze when before it was made out of, like, chrome or something. And bronze you could sell for $10 more, so half the neighborhood ripped out the bronze piping to sell it for crack. So they <laughs> they sold all this like cool bronze piping to the pawn shop or whatever. So now they're all their bathrooms are just ripped to shreds. Like, dude, you can't make a ghetto nice because it's just gonna turn to shit in five seconds. People are gonna tag it. People are gonna rip out the piping to go sell it for more crack, dude. There's a reason why a ghetto is a ghetto is because they're all drug addicts and they fucking deal drugs and they take
2: anything that's valuable to sell it for more drugs. So there you are in a place where people rip out the tubing from their bathroom to buy crack in your Lamborghini. Oh when I mean, come on, dude. Well, to... well, the good thing is, though, they all recognize me and like the show. Like, I actually
0: pulled up to a gas station. A group of all these gnarly looking black dudes and Ducatis pull up. I'm like, oh, here we go. You know, they're just like, oh shit, dude, you're that nigga from Beaver of i like, w-. and I had this strange look, he's like, what you think us dogs don't watch that shit i'm just like well that's awesome that you do because i was yeah. pretty damn scared
5: getting gas in the ghetto because i was on dead e dude and, and speaking of that area and joe franz first of all did number one did he sell his his piping number two is, <laughs> <laughs> number two is he took me to some diner which were right around his place where i guess we're all like the mafia guys go it's like some diner said like three people have been shot there. It's like a little you know what I'm talking about like a little breakfast joint. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, dude, South Philly. That I, was mean, I mean, heavy. You know it's like, what's
0: you know what's crazy? Like I'm telling you about South Philly ripping up, piping, and all that shit. North Philly's the worst, and then West Philly's uh, a little less worse than North Philly. South Philly's pretty okay.
5: <laughs> and uh, well, all, all, like, the wise guys were in there. They're all in, like, their corner booths and everything. And, and Franz was saying, yeah, they all sit in the same booth every single day. Yeah. And it's just, like, the vibe in there is so heavy. You know, it's like, why are you taking me here? <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, it's 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 pretty gnarly out there, man. I, I, I don't really like to. I I probably shouldn't have drove the Lambo down yeah, there. Yeah, really. The last time, I, when I had my Audi S4, um, I was driving down there, and, like, some dude just didn't like the dope, like he must have been jealous of the dope rims. He fucking picked up a, a can of like soda or something and just chucked it right at the car. And the last thing I'm gonna do is get out the fucking, yeah. say, so, what the hell is yeah. your problem?
2: Because really,
0: is all that would mean is a big, big beating for me.
2: <laughs> oh, dude, I have a question for you. Um, I, I heard that there was gonna be a jackass video game. Any truth to that? Um, well,
0: there was a lot of talk about it. We don't really know yet because uh you know i'm negotiating
2: a lot of video games myself and um Dude, yeah, when's a BAM video game coming out, man? Come on, Mr. What, Manager, hey, man. dude.
5: Hey, it's, we've been working on it for a long time because we want to do it right. And we, we've got a great concept, great people working on it, and it's coming, but we, we, we don't want to put out a piece of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and I think part of the problem is that people just put out video games based upon stuff, and the gameplay sucks and everything else. And we didn't want to be one of those people, so we're, we're doing it with full CKY BAM flavor.
2: Awesome. Man, that'll be awesome. Give us a year or so. About a year. About a year? Yeah. Awesome.
5: Yeah, we'll take some uh, clips of, uh,
0: that Joe Franz filmed us and try to come up with something funny. And speaking of Joe Franz living in a really bad part of town in Philly. He refuses, even if he had a million dollars, he would still drive the worst piece of shit Volvo station wagon ever. And you know what he does? When he parks it, he trashes it with McDonald's wrappers all the way to the brim, dude. And I'm like, why don't you clean out your fucking car, Joe? Like I, I had to get in there one time to drive somewhere. Because I think my car got towed when I stayed over the night. And I had to, like, pile up on all this McDonald's trash. I'm like, Joe, you gotta be fucking kidding me, dude. This is so disgusting and filthy. He doesn't do it because... Uh, uh, because he's a scumbag he does it because he's sick of his car getting broken into and he says that if he piles it up with mcdonald's wrappers everybody will leave it alone <laughs> oh
5: my god it sounds like he needs a garage <laughs> 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 is it his birthday shouldn't you say happy birthday
0: oh yeah today's joe's birthday happy birthday call me back bitch cuz I'm going to Australia for 10 days and my phone's not gonna work and we need to handle some business mm. so uh This one goes out to you, Joe, and I'm going to go because uh, we have a screening to be at. So, um, this is Cradle Filth. It's called Medusa and Hemlock off their album, Nymphetamine, and they're actually working on a new album, and uh, Villa Valo from him makes an appearance on it. So, uh, get ready to go buy that shit. So, uh, happy birthday to Joe Franz, and uh, cheers to Danny Filth. This is called Medusa and Hemlock, and Radio Bam Sears 28, Facts and Four Email me now at Radio Bam. Why don't you uh, take a picture of your sweet white ass and send it on over to Radio Bam at serious-radio.com. Call Radio Bam at eight seven
2: seven Porn Bag. That's
5: eight seven seven Porn Bag. Sweet dreams, Peapod. Bye everybody.
4: See you next week.
2: Serious twenty eight faction.
4: Radio-